0: want their help, but then when they give it to us, they don't do it the right way. <laughs> and so we have to learn to be appreciative just that they are trying to help. It, they're never gonna do it the way a woman does it, and that's okay, we're different. They don't have to be just like us.
1: Welcome to the Danielle Hage podcast. I'm your co-host, Danielle Hage. Yes, I'm the daughter-in-law to Danielle. Danielle is Nini to my three daughters, but she's a pastor, speaker, and founder of Dynamic Traits. She has 40 years experience in marriage and family relationships, and she's been married to Steve for 42 years, who travels the world preaching the gospel. Together, they pastor a church in Laguna Niguel, California. So welcome, so glad you're here today. Today, I need you to take notes, listen up, and do these four things if you want to ruin your relationship. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. These are What we're going to talk about today is actually four ways of communicating with your spouse or your significant other, or really anybody, anybody you have a relationship with, that will actually chip away at the health of the relationship. So the first one is criticism. Yeah. yeah. And usually criticism starts with a complaint, you know, a compl- and we all have complaints. I mean, you live with anybody for a number of years, yeah. you're, there's going to be things that irritate you and agitate you and annoy you. My husband so, has
1: no complaints. <laughs> uh,
0: mine either. Mine either. <laughs> Although I probably have more about him, right? And I'm sure you did, too. Because usually, usually it's the women that are complaining. Uh, Sorry to say, but, um, but a complaint is like, Hey, um, Hey, you said you were going to squeegee the shower. Didn't we agree that, you know, last one out of the shower squeegees, Mm -hmm. squeegees the shower, a critic and that's normal. Okay. A criticism is what are you stupid? Why can't you remember to squeegee the salad? Are you lazy? Yeah. What's the matter with yeah. you? Making them bad. Something's wrong with them. You need counseling. Like you weren't raised right. That's a criticism. And that can be very hurtful. And all criticism does is it puts people on the defense. And yeah. ladies, for men, I Constant criticism for a man coming from a woman to a man will cause him to distance himself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cause him to want to be better or do better because men are not motivated by failures. They are motivated by wins. So if you want to get the most out of your man, you need to acknowledge the things that he's doing right, the things he's doing well, be super appreciative of those things. And then he'll want to do even more of those things.
1: Yeah. Okay. So talk to us just a little bit more about that fine line between complaint and criticism, because I don't think you're saying like, don't bring up anything. Right. You know, like I recently had a complaint that turned (laughs) into a criticism and I I noticed where I crossed that line of you know, hey babe, can you fill up my car when it's empty? Can you fill up the truck with gas? Like I really love when you fill up my car with gas. <laughs> yeah, it seems like every time it's empty, I'm by myself, it's raining outside, it's cold. I there's just something I hate filling up the car right. with gas. Anyway, I
0: Anyways, do too. I do too.
1: I didn't necessarily use the hero language that well. <laughs> So my complaints turned into a criticism when I said, I wish you were more like your dad, how he always fills up the tank for your mom and threw that criticism in there. And that didn't get me anywhere either. But so I feel like there's a fine line between like, how do we bring up complaints? How do we talk right. about those annoyances, yeah. those things that bug us before it turns into a criticism? Right.
0: So remember, a, a complaint is something that is bothering you and again we all have those when it turns into a criticism you compared him to his dad like mm-hmm. like your dad's a better man than you because he fills up your mom's yeah
1: yeah, you know, car with gas. Right.
0: So and that is emasculating for a man being compared to another man. Mm -hmm. um, Unless he's winning. If your man is winning, you're comparing him because he's doing better (laughs) Then, of course, he loves that. Um, So a criticism was when you start to attack their character. Yeah, like you're not good enough. You don't do it right. What's the matter with you? Mm -hmm. Something's wrong with you. It's an attack on his character. So we just have to be careful how we say things. And like that, um, you could use the words of, you know, when you fill my car up with gas, I feel so cared about yeah. by you. I, it, What it provides for me is yeah. I feel like I have a partner. It's kind of like like outside dirty work, you know, getting the gas, it, you know, nozzle. And I mean, yeah. I fill up my tank when I have to, of course. Right. But boy, I love it
1: But <laughs> I, I don't have day, to make said, that I stop. I just feel so safe <laughs> knowing that I yes. need to, you know, drive 45 minutes tomorrow morning. When you come home and you've taken my car out, you've washed it. And you put gas in it, like, uh, that makes me feel safe. Yes, absolutely. And the the appreciation for my gratitude, I don't know, was just so much softer than usually, like, begrudgingly, like, yes, fine, I'll go take your car. Yeah, yeah. Because the words were different. Yeah. And Probably
0: my, and my husband, he, I even asked him because I've never asked my husband to fill up my tank on a regular basis. He takes responsibility for that. It's so funny to me, mm-hmm. even if it gets down just a quarter of, or he never lets it get to a quarter of a tank <laughs> or even just barely to half a tank. He'll be like, Oh, got to stop. And I'm like, let's not stop. I don't want to make the stop. I just hate going to the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take the time to do yeah. it. Yeah. And he'll go, no, because in the morning you're going somewhere. He'll get up at 10 o'clock at night and go fill up my tank. Wow. If he knows I have a long drive the next mm-hmm. day. And I, be to be honest, I don't really pay attention to my gas tank because I'm kind of spoiled that way. He's kind of spoiled me where I, I, I don't even look at it. Edge.
1: <laughs> I live life on the edge of that E-line. <laughs> yeah. Can we make it home? Five more miles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
0: But when you get into the name calling and labeling yeah. people, that's when it becomes the criticism. Right. You're attacking like their you're character. just lazy. Yeah. yeah you yeah. you never um you don't take care of me mm. good enough. You know, those yeah. kinds of things.
1: Yeah. Something that really irks Christian, when we're talking to, you is using the words always and never. Yes. Like you never yes. shut and the cabinet when you're done in the kitchen. You right. Know, it's like, never. I can think of all these five times in the last five days that I did it. You right.
0: Know? And we women use those words never mm-hmm. and always to exaggerate yeah. what we to want. drive home the point. Yes. Yeah. And but it doesn't do well. Yeah. Because men are literal. Yeah. I, you never take me on a romantic date.
1: Wait well, a second. I took you on a date <laughs>
0: three months ago. Yeah. yeah, and for a woman, well, yes. that was three months ago. Right. So you right. never, like but they're time. literal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I've, I've taken you yeah. on a date. We went on a date, you know, two months ago or whatever. So, um, and those words can also always and never, because is that the truth? Is that true? Right. If you really think about it, mm-hmm. can I absolutely know that that's true, that he never. Yeah. And then when you really explore that way of thinking, you'll find out that yeah. he, he does at times. It's just not right. At, as much as you want it to be. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> right. In the same lifetime.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so and and basically again the things we're talking about today they're going to seep in and out of your relationship. Right. But if the the your relational immune system is strong and healthy, right. an occasional criticism isn't going to hinder the relationship. But if it becomes a regular normal part right. of your communication style constantly putting down mm-hmm. and being critical, then that's the thing that eventually yeah. people are going to
1: get tired of that. Right. Nobody
0: wants to be criticized, right?
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So the second one. Second one mm-hmm. is
0: contempt. And the definition of contempt is the feeling that your partner, your spouse, your significant other is beneath you mm-hmm. in some way, that they're beneath your consideration. Yeah. Like you like you kind of just dismiss them, mm-hmm. dismiss their opinions or how they they're feeling, telling them they can't feel that way, something's wrong with them if they feel right. that way. And contempt comes in the form of sarcasm, mm-hmm. um, cynicism, yeah. eye rolling. Mm-hmm. It conveys, oh brother, you're so stupid. Yeah. Like, you know, be like eye rolling when your husband is mm-hmm. talking or, or a man is talking, doing this is actually a form of emasculation yeah, for him Yeah. because it's saying like, oh, brother, like, I don't Which believe you.
1: he wants to immediately go on the defensive. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Or distance himself yeah. because yeah. no man wants their um, <clears throat> jewels cut off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, be, you know, sneering and hostile humor and mocking yeah. somebody, all mm. of that would be a form of contempt. So the other day I'm walking through Costco. Mm-hmm. And I hear there's a couple behind me. And I hear the man say to the woman, no, you dummy. Mm-hmm. What are you, dumb? Yeah. And I, I just, it just caught my attention. I turned around, and looked at them because I couldn't believe this big, tall man was talking that way to his wife. And I watched his wife's body language and she just put her head down yeah. and drooped her shoulders. And I right. thought, if he talks to her that way in public... What does he do at home? Yeah, and it was just such a disrespect, mm-hmm. and it, and I thought that is contempt at its finest, mm-hmm. calling his wife a dummy, like you're yeah. so stupid. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. I think you know, in my stage of life of having young children and having friends who have young children, that that creeps in, especially in those those mommy days and those hard mommy days. Yeah. You know and. You're doing it all and you, have you know, you've, you're feeding the babies and you're putting them down for nap and you're trying to keep them on schedule. And you just, you see that creep in and these, yeah. m- in the mom friend groups, you know, and the husband comes in and tries to help or offer a suggestion and it's just like, oh, never mind, I've got it. I'll take it. I, roll, I can do it myself. Sneer. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I'm the mom. Mm-hmm. I know it's best. Right. You know, right. even though you're begging for help, but not even recognizing that it's like, I've, you know, just that. That, like you said, that clout, that I'm better than you, yeah. you can't do it as I know well as best. me anyway, so mm-hmm. I might as well do it myself. Right.
0: Right. Right. And that, and what does that do to your partner? Makes mm-hmm. him feel like he's not good enough. Yeah. He can't measure up. So he'll and there's no win in it. Up. So Fine. he
1: might as well not Fine. engage yeah. it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Not going to help the, you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like,
0: and that's a good point. We want their help. Right. But then when they give it to us, they don't do it the right way. Right. right. And so we have to learn to be appreciative just that they are trying to help. Mm-hmm. It, they're never going to do it the way a woman does it. Yeah. And that's okay. We're different. They don't have to be just like us.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's good. Um,
0: contempt doesn't happen overnight. Okay. It's usually fueled by simmering long-term negative, uh, thoughts mm. about the, the differences that you have yeah. and the way that you're thinking about them. Right. And I really feel like this is where, you know, the Bible talks about taking every thought captive, yeah. because if we get into thinking negative thoughts about our partner, mm. that can be a slippery slope right. because we can build on it. Negative, yeah. Leads to negative, leads to more oh, negative. Yeah, it's a rabbit right. Trail. Yeah. And I think that take every thought captive and submit it to the word of God. Like, does this thought, the way I'm thinking about them, is that a godly thought? Yeah. Is that from God or is yeah. that from the enemy? Because we have to remember the enemy hates your marriage. Mm. He hates you and yeah. he hates, hates that covenant between a man and a woman. Yeah. And he will do anything he can right. to destroy that. Yeah.
1: So we need especially to get, in get our words thinking and, right. Yeah. That you put Yes.
0: There. Especially with words give you another example where I felt contempt from my husband to, to me. Um, we were having a conversation at, the oh, other yeah. day and he, I made a suggestion and it was something about finances, which my husband gets very
1: mm-hmm.
0: protective about the yeah, finances. huh. And I made a suggestion and he said, I will be the one making the decisions around here. Mm. And I immediately immediately turned to him. and I said, do not talk that way to me because it felt like he was so above me and I was Mm. so beneath him. And it made me feel like I don't have a voice. I can't have an opinion. I don't feel heard. And he, and when I brought it up to him later, he goes, what, what are you talking about? When did I do that? I go, oh, you did it. And he couldn't even remember it. He goes, "Well, I don't think I meant it that way." I and I said, "You probably didn't." Yeah. Because we we believe that we are equals to each other, and I will always, because I am the woman, and because Steve is the breadwinner, I will always defer to him. Yeah. When it comes to decisions on finances, mm-hmm. um, he does have the right to veto. He has a veto power if there's mm-hmm. something I want or want to spend money on, and he says no yeah. because a man, his instinct to protect, will always override his instinct to provide. He wants me to have things that I want, but he is in charge of the finances. He knows the bank account. He knows what we can spend, when we can spend it, and he's going to protect that because that's better for us in the long run. So we, as women, need to realize you might think, well, he's not providing what I want. If he's supposed to be the provider, well, he's going to protect before he's going to provide. So just keep that in mind.
1: I feel like when contempt has come up in our relationship and it's gotten to that point, the The words that are coming out of my mouth and mine tends to go towards like sarcasm, you know, or I'll make sly little comments about like how much cereal you're eating and how much sugar you're eating in a day. And, you know, and it's not really about that. It is something boiling more. I'm underneath the surface. I'm thankful and lucky that I have a husband who's like, okay, what's like I've heard this out of your mouth several times now. You keep kind of poking at this, poking the bear. Right. But I know there's more going on than that. Like, what is boiling under the surface? Exactly. Because your words, like, it's not really about how many gummy bears I'm eating every night. <laughs> right. You know, there's more, there's there's something more else. to it. What's angering you? Right. Where haven't you been heard? And we'll right. dig that root out, which I think that goes from, you know, if I'm hearing you right, that's where we cross over from that contempt. Right or the criticism to contempt it's like something more is yes. boiling under there but we keep kind of sliding right you got to get to the root and of it digging mm-hmm. it and those for me, it's that that cutting comment. Yes,
0: because that it can it can bleed into passive aggressiveness, yeah. where you're making a little sarcastic, oh like you really need yeah. that extra
1: uh-huh. bowl of cereal or yeah. whatever. Yeah.
0: and it's really you know passive aggressiveness is like an inward hostility mm-hmm. that you're trying to express and make it funny, but there's right. something like right. you said that I goes a little deeper. Because I don't want you to directly deeper. call me
1: out for being yeah. mean or rude or whatever. So I'm not going to say it mean or rude, but there really still is something there. Right. And that's a great conversation
0: to have. And why does it bother you that, and I'm using extra bowl of cereal, could be anything, but, and why does that bother you? Like, you're not responsible for my weight, for my Mm -hmm. health. I'm responsible for my weight, my health, and it's really not any of your business. So why are you even commenting on that? And I mean, I used to be that way with my husband. Um, He had gained some weight at one point and- I would see him just in in a, he, it was a very stressful season. And I know he was kind of medicating with food and, you know, we all have our ways of medicating when we're under stress. And I remember at one point thinking, I, what he eats and how he eats is none of my business. And I I can't be on him picking at him because that is going to get old very quick. And I remember sometimes just kind of having to turn my head when I would watch him order or add extra whatever dressing. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, you know what? I love him. And it's not my business. And he has to be responsible for his own health. Yeah. And I'm not his mother. I'm not his doctor. <laughs>
1: mm. I'm not his counselor.
0: Yeah. I'm his wife. And I'm going to just accept who he is.
1: Right. And this probably bleeds into the next one too, but like, we're really good at showing the mirror. You know, this is, you're not your best self right now. And here's (laughs) the reasons why you're not your best self right Right. now. And here's how you could be your best self.
0: And sometimes it's because we don't feel like we're our best self. So we start projecting onto our partner and saying things that we really mean toward us. Because when we have a judgment about somebody, it's almost like you are pointing a finger at them but these three fingers Mm. are pointing back at me. It's like, I'm judging you because there's something in me Mm -hmm. that I see in you that I don't like in me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the next one. um, So if we, we have that, that constant criticism and then we, it turns into contempt. If that keeps playing out in the relationship, it will turn into defensiveness. Mm -hmm. And this is when someone feels like they're being attacked. If somebody is defensive, the way they're interpreting what the other person is saying is that you are attacking me. So, and really defensiveness is, it's not a good form of communication because when you're defensive, you're saying to the other person, no, it's not me, it's you. Yeah. You're the problem. And you're not taking any mm-hmm. responsibility for right. what it is they're are trying to point hear. out. Yeah. 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 And and I think defensiveness comes from pride. The truly humble person doesn't ever have to defend themselves. It's like, oh, okay. You know, agree quickly with your adversary. The Bible says in Matthew, you agree quickly with your adversary. Right. Because guess what? They got nowhere to go. Yeah. If you say to me, you know, I don't like you're being really loud and it's obnoxious.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this has happened to (laughs) us when it comes to my cooking. Your cooking? Okay. Uh, I don't cook very often at all because I was criticized very early Mm. on how I cooked. Yeah. And... um, but a year or two ago, Christian said, like, don't you just want to get better? Don't you want to learn to cook better? Like, don't you want to like watch some YouTube videos or try or like not stay where you're at? I'm like, no, my brain is full. <laughs> it, it might get criticized anyway. So I like I was very defensive about it. Yeah. But what I noticed was then the next time when i did want to cook something or i had a recipe or it was a night when he was working late so i needed to have dinner ready um the pride of like no i said i wasn't going to get better i was defensive about that i am staying who i am you and i stand my ground yeah, i'm going to be a bad and, cook so there <laughs> yeah so maybe like fine i'm not cooking dinner you know yeah, i'll or, show you <laughs> yeah or just right you know that defensive uh not wanting yeah, that pride. I had to like swallow my pride right. and then put right. something out on the table the next time. Right. For me, that's vulnerable yeah. because well, and, I don't and, cook as well as he does.
0: And <laughs> you know, not everybody likes to cook and that's okay. It, you can say, you know, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I have other gifts and cooking isn't one of them and that's okay. Yeah. And I've noticed with you and Christian, Christian has become quite the cook Oh yeah, and he enjoys it. Yes. He likes it. Yeah. So he can't put that right. on you because he likes it. Right. And there's something wrong with you. You have other gifts that well, he doesn't have. There's
1: so much, you know, when we do lay down that defensiveness and are able to get to the
0: the root the
1: root and what we really care about and yeah. our values, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in, um, in marriage when it comes up. But when you are able to lay down that defensiveness, you can work it out. Yeah. And, you know, like sometimes I feel a little... I don't know, embarrassed, or I hate to like tell a bunch of girlfriends like my husband does the laundry and he cooks, (laughs) you know, and I stay at home, you know, like I've got it really good when it comes to uh, taking responsibility in our home. But we just got to that point, like he desires the laundry to be folded or done a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so he just takes responsibility for it. Of course, when he's got busy weeks and he's traveling and all that. I'll you jump pick in and do it. Yes. And, sure. and the girls are now at the age where they can fold their own laundry. But instead of just this constant at yeah. each other, or I like the kitchen cleaned a certain way. I like the bathrooms cleaned a certain way. And yes, you know, it gets to that point in the week where I'm like, ah, oh my gosh, the the house needs to be cleaned. Yeah. But yeah. I have to take responsibility too. Like if I want it done a certain way, I can't. I can't make everybody live up to the way that I want right. it done and my expectations. You know, the girls can do it the best they can in right. their chores, but I've just got to take responsibility and do it right? instead of just continually holding yeah. it against each other. Yeah, how because we're doing.
0: that takes a lot of energy yeah. to be mad about it yeah. and to constantly be on someone trying to get them to do it the yeah. way you want it done. So use that energy to just do it yourself. yeah. And then there's right. no arguing. There's no complaining. She, she, and yes, some so. people might say, well, that's not fair because then I have to do everything myself. If it's something that that is that important to you, you do it. And watch the people around you. Because when they start seeing how you're not on them, you're not nagging and griping, you're just doing it. It's amazing how people will start to take up the slack and try to do it because they do want to please you. And they'll start picking up or or cleaning the way that Mm -hmm. you do. But don't expect it. But if they do it, again, like we talked about the other day, Everything someone does that you like and you appreciate is a gift Yeah, and appreciate it Be and thankful. take it as a gift.
1: yeah. Yep. Be
0: thankful. It's not yeah.
1: obligatory.
0: Gratitude goes a long way.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> but I'm defensive about whatever. Yeah. What does that turn into? Yeah.
0: So just if you, okay. So if you're criticizing, you have contempt thinking you're above, you're superior to your mate um, and you are constantly being defensive where you can't even have a conversation because the person is so defensive they're not going to receive what you have to say anyway that will stop the communication that's not a good thing um or if sort of all those three things are happening eventually it's going to turn into the fourth thing to do to ruin your relationship that's called stonewalling mm. and that is where You know, in a normal conversation, you look at each other, give each other eye contact. You'll say, okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. I get that. I understand. Stonewalling is you won't look at them. And eventually you just turn away and they can be talking, talking, talking. And you're just like this. It's like, so you feel like you're talking to a brick wall. Mm -hmm they're not listening, which is so aggravating for a woman because now she feels like I'm not being heard, I'm not being seen. And yeah. that brings the worst out of women. Mm-hmm. And so if it gets to that point, I think the research shows that I think it's something like 94% of marriages, if they can't catch it mm-hmm. at that point point, it, it's just going to chip away right. at your marriage. And there might not be any coming back. So mm-hmm. the goal is to not let it get to that point, Yeah, not yeah. Get, let it get to the right. stonewalling.
1: I've had somebody or a couple of people in my life who, because of the passive aggressive comments or the eye roll, you know, those, those first three yeah. stages, and they weren't romantic relationships necessarily, but I found myself doing that. It's like, I'll just, kind of be busy and stay busy or be with the kids and purposefully ignore the comments. Yeah. Just because it was a a defensive, like I felt like I had to cover myself. Right. Because I I was so sick and tired of like the passive aggressive comments. Right, right. um, Or the criticisms or how I took it as criticism. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I definitely see how that stonewalling comes in where it's just like, if I just ignore them and I'm too busy, oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. (laughs)
0: Exactly. You know, but you're
1: purposefully not hearing that.
0: Right, yeah. right. And that is a form of passive aggressiveness too, mm-hmm. is I hear you, but oh, what, what was that? Nope. Couldn't hear you. Nope. Didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so some of the antidotes or the mm-hmm. solutions to the problem is one of them um, is knowing each other, really knowing each other. And if you are a couple that is dating and you're not married yet and you don't have an interest in really getting to know your partner even better. And you're not asking questions about, you know, their history and why they feel the way they feel and why that particular thing is a deal breaker for them. And um, just, you know, their dreams, their fears, their hopes for the future. If you're not wanting to get to know that person, if you're kind of bored with them, stop dating. That is not the person for you. Mm -hmm. You're not compatible with that person because when you're, getting to know somebody, and you're learning about them, it should be exciting. That's the fun part of a relationship. And even after marriage, I know, once my husband and I, I don't know if we were dating or married. It was in the very, very beginning of our relationship. And we would, we'd be going on a drive somewhere. And we'd ask each other, so if there was anything about me, you could change, what would it be? (laughs) And we'd be thinking about it. And of course, when you're in that stage of that euphoric state of mind of falling in love, it's Mm -hmm. like, you're perfect. There is nothing. And then three months down the road, you start seeing the things that are imperfect, right? Um, But we would just be really honest with each other Mm -hmm. and try to really understand each other. And I think when you, you know, knowledge is strength. So don't ever stop getting to know your partner. I mean, because we're always evolving, we're growing, we're changing, and you want to be able to have that flow of communication where you feel understood. Right. And, you know, probably the greatest gift we could give our partner is the gift of feeling understood.
1: So I feel like, you know, when you're in that intimate relationship, that marriage relationship, things do come up where you're like, oh, that's a value to me. It might not be a value to you. (laughs) And we did not realize that. Are there... You know, are there certain questions, like, is there a book, Danielle, <laughs> of dating? These are all yeah. the questions oh my you need gosh. to answer yeah. before you get married, because this and this and this you don't realize is going to pop up.
0: Right. I, I definitely think, you know, and this is a lot of times what premarital counseling will help you mm-hmm. do. And there are books. Yeah. There are, absolutely yeah. are books about that. But um, you need to discuss things like yeah. what are your non-negotiables? Yeah. What are your deal breakers? Like, are what you a
1: city boy or country boy right right <laughs>
0: like what do you see what do you want for your future you got to f- make sure you're on the it, same in page in case, you know we yeah. we want the same things or right. um because people connect at values mm. so what is a value to yeah. me what is a value to you right. and can I get on board with that yeah. value if it's not already yeah. but things like you know family is going to be really important yeah. um I want to be a stay-at-home mom mm. are you okay with that yeah um, I know one couple where the the man said oh yeah that's fine you can be a stay-at-home mom I'll be you know, I'll be the provider. Yeah. And then they got married and then the husband mm-hmm. changed his mind yeah. and decided yeah. he wasn't making what he thought he was going to make. And he wanted her to go to work. Right. And she said, That's do you huge. remember we discussed yeah. this before yeah. we got married and I am not going to put my kids on daycare. Yeah. I am not going to let somebody else raise them. I'm going to raise my children and I'll try to do work on the side, but my yeah. kids are my first priority. Right. And he had to say, cause he committed to that. right? He had to say, okay, you're right that. We did discuss that. I agreed to it. Yeah. And you've got to keep your commitments. But you can
1: easily see where that starts to snowball. You know, if he changed that expectation yeah. of what was previously agreed on, you know, it starts as those little criticisms. Right. Like, oh, right. you're not doing enough around the house or mm-hmm. you're not, you know, I'm the one providing all the time and then snowballing into the contempt. And right. I mean, that just it can quickly take yes. off. So yes. if we don't Pay attention to these four ways right. that can seep in and really work on the immunity right. of our relationship. Right. So before we wrap up, just a couple tools, a couple tips to really just make sure we're working on the immunity yeah. of our relationship, healthy relationship. So when these red and yellow right. flags pop up, we're like, all right, we're not going to snowball this. Right. We're not going to get to the stonewalling. Yeah. To- Catch
0: it. Catch it before it gets Mm -hmm. to that point of stonewalling. And you have to go back and remember why you fell in love to begin with, you know, talk about reminisce, what kinds of things you fell in love with him or her about. And because if you can bring up fond memories of your history, there's also research shows that, that that your marriage is salvageable if it's going down the wrong path. Mm -hmm. And I usually ask, I like to ask young couples like, so Mm -hmm. how did you meet? What was it about him that set him aside from all the other guys you dated or yeah. all the other girls you dated? Mm-hmm. What was special? And when that you can see it in their eyes, when they start reminiscing, they get the yes. smile. Well, he used to do this and he did that mm-hmm. or she mm-hmm. was this or that. Yeah. Um, and then also always speaking in Fondly of one another and speaking out things of admiration and appreciation and fondness. Yeah. What what are the things that you are you fo- mm-hmm. that you're fond of yeah. in your partner and talking about that? And if it's hard for you to talk verbally, write it down, mm-hmm. put it in a me- email, yeah. put it in a card, send yeah. a text. For some
1: people, yeah. it's easier it's for easier them for to me. express themselves yeah. through to, writing. Yeah, to either yeah. text or or leave a little card or a little yeah. sticky note on his computer. For me, sometimes getting the words out is just yeah, more, yeah. You know, a little bit more difficult, but having it written down. Right. And
0: finding those times true. where that are playful times, mm-hmm. fun times, not everything is work-oriented or, or, or family or children, but you, where you're just having fun with each other. Find those yeah. little things you can do, to, you know, whether it's playing pickleball or going to the gym together or yeah, yeah. or meeting for coffee, whatever. Yeah. Just
1: and it's going to look different at every stage, of, stage uh, of life. Absolutely. Yeah. So I feel like every single thing we talk about comes down to communication, yes. communication, getting communication, to know each clarifying, other, clarifying because it doesn't stay the same. Right. You know, we grow and we, we change. We change yeah. and we change as individuals, but we change together as well. And so just continuing to negotiate right. those seasons and have those open conversations. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for today. Absolutely. Um, please subscribe. And if you enjoyed today's episode, share it with somebody. Make sure you like us and hit the notification bell so you know when a new episode is coming out. It helps us if you leave a comment. If you have any questions, we'd love to see them and help answer them. And make sure you check out Daniil on Facebook and Instagram.